All right, we better be fucking recording. God damn, that sounds sexy as fuck. This mic is amazing, but God, I sound beautiful. I have that radio voice. I've been told about that way too many times. What the fuck was the intro again? Yeah, welcome to the Talking With Myself podcast. It's a podcast where I fucking talk with myself or to myself. It's been so long, and I've been busy with so much, I don't even remember the title anymore. I just be doing shit. And if you got a problem with that, I'm not that popular enough to care, so whatever. We still got to stick on money and talk about money and shit. And once again, I'm not a financial investor. I'm not a financial planner. I didn't, I didn't major in economics. I'm just a random ass dude who like read a couple books about money and like did decent research on YouTubing on YouTube about like YouTubers that like t- talk way more about this shit. And uh, yeah, so let me just, let's just get into the bullshit. Now, the last episode was talking about, like, money in general, like, the whole thing about money, like, how it's basically fucking imaginary. We made it up so we had to, so we can agree upon the equivalency of value for fucking goats and chickens and shit. And then there's cryptocurrency, digital money, and the value, the gold standard, and all this other crap. And again, I was just talking out my ass then, and I'm gonna talk out my ass now. Now we're going to focus more on like personal finances and shit, like money on the individual level as opposed to like a macroeconomic grand scale. It's not even macroeconomics, it's just basic economics. We'll talk about macro shit later because it's actually kind of funny. Now, personal finances. Uh, A lot of y'all are broke. A lot of people are fucking, well, not broke, but just like middle class or like lower middle class, maybe upper middle class. It's really weird to categorize this type of shit. But like, if you look at studies, it's really fucking alarming. Like the Federal Reserve, they reported that 39% of Americans don't have enough money on hand to cover a $400 emergency. Now, a $400 emergency, that's, that's probably being like idealistic at this point because what the fuck emergency costs four hundred dollars like if it's categorized as an emergency i refuse to believe it's going to cost under four hundred dollars my idea of an emergency is my fucking car broke down because the fucking transmission just shitted on me and i'm on the middle of the highway so i gotta get that bitch towed and then I got to take it to a mechanic to find out why it shitted on me. And whenever you take your car to a mechanic for one problem, you find out there's like four more problems because mechanics just want to be like that. And then they won't fix the one issue. They'll try. They'll look at you and be like, I have to. I either fix all of it or nothing. And it's just like, well, you can go fuck yourself then. Like, what the hell? And that that probably costs like a grand or some shit. Or like, you fucking <clears throat> burn yourself, and it's like a almost a third degree burn so you have to go to the hospital riding in an ambulance alone alone costs almost a grand mind you and most insurances don't completely cover it i shit you not an ambulance ride is the most expensive is more often than not the most expensive part of going to the fucking hospital for anything that's like that's why people make jokes about taking a fucking uber or just driving themselves because who the fuck wants to pay for that like more often than not you go there it's not even that serious of an issue and then you just realize that you have to pay almost a grand for a fucking ambulance. This is the most expensive taxi ride ever. Motherfuckers in New York fucking losing their minds. Like, yo, how do I charge this much? Drive a motherfucker to the hospital. And then charge double. And you still won't charge as much as a fucking ambulance. I'm going off on a tangent. What the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah, personal finances. So what else So what else they found out? Like, 70% of Americans have savings accounts and it's like ass and shit. I think um, what they said was uh, the average American savings account balance is $3,500. That's also probably generous. I don't think I know a lot of people. I know some people who have a decent amount in their savings. We're talking like 
at minimum 10k. I used to not have a savings account at first. Like you go like you get a job, you need a checking account obviously, but like at first you I was just like, I mean, I'm decent with my money. Let me just like I don't need a savings account. Let me just save up my cash. And I did save up my cash. Even after a while, you realize you have to pay for shit like bills and a phone plan and an apartment and a fucking insurance. And like you get stressed and then eventually you want to just like relieve that stress and that costs more money. And then after a while you realize, yeah, maybe I should open up a savings account and just throw some shit in there. Most savings accounts are not free, by the way. You have to have like a minimum amount of cash in there. Otherwise the bank will just take shit out. I actually used to have this bad habit of like being under the minimum for my savings account because shit's hard out there. Like you need a job and then your bosses want to be racist or fucking assholes or have anger management issues and then just fire you because their fucking husband like forgot to take out the trash or some shit and then for somehow that's your problem and it's like, I don't even live with you. You can take out your own trash. Why are you firing me? Kids should be taught more about banks, like CDs, which is, um, what the fuck does a CD mean? I'm not talking about the disc. A CD is like a certified deposit or a cash deposit it's like a, a type of bank account where because i took fucking intro to business or some shit in high school and they talked about this like different ways of saving money in the bank there's a certain type of bank account that you put money into and you, you don't touch it at all like you make an agreement with a bank that you put like this amount of money in and you don't touch it for like a year or some shit and it because of that it accumulates a significant amount of interest compared to a normal savings account because most savings account starting out they don't give they they're supposed to give you interest like that's the whole appeal of a savings account because it's assumed that you're not going to touch the money you put money into a savings account and in turn the bank lets it generate interest but the interest rate is like point zero fucking one five percent like it really ain't shit like for every like thousand dollars you make like. 10 cents a month that math is terrible but you get the point certificates of deposit that's what that means cd is certificate of deposit and uh, yeah it's just a fucking agreement that you put this money in and you don't touch it for like two years and then the fucking like the interest rates are higher like 0.5%, 0.7%, and that's like significantly more. And like it's accumulated over months. Like that's when interest kicks in, like 0.7% a month or some shit. So like, but you can't touch the money. And that's like a difficult thing to do nowadays because shit be happening. You can lose your job, be unemployed for months, and then your checking account is empty and people have credit cards. So you have to pay the monthly bills for that. And it's like you have to take out of your savings. So like it there's risk in that because i think there's a penalty if you try to take money out of a cd too early some cds don't last that long like 1.5 years maybe two years and it's like that's like that's like a lot of time or like very little depending on how you live your life or what what the fuck ever and then like credit cards are like a whole other thing like interest with credit cards and paying the monthly bill and having a credit score I, I think I remember, I remember reading somewhere, I think a credit score is like a freaking American thing. I don't know any fucking like other countries that deal with like credit scores and shit. Like there's credit cards all around the world, but a credit score is different because it's not just built by a credit card. It's like loans for cars, bank loans, 
like your rent plays a factor into it. I believe it should because fucking landlords like to look at that crap. It's like the fucking you look at my credit score for. If I can show you recurring statements in my bank that I have fixed income, you don't need to know anything else aside from my name and the fact that I'm not going to smoke weed in your apartment, building, whatever. So the idea of a credit score isn't, I think it started out as an American thing, but each country does it differently. So your credit score in America probably wouldn't translate into certain countries. Like they do their shit differently. They probably measure like less shit because other like European countries and like Asian countries, they like deal with loans and shit differently and it's valued differently. Like in America, like laws regarding like rent is more, leaning more towards like the land landlords whereas like in Europe it, like it's more for the security of tenants and the people who are actually living in the buildings or apartments whatever the hell but yeah no so like credit score you got to keep that shit up <laughs> and like I think like it, I think it's interesting to like compare credit scores to what your grades were in high school and college because credit scores are just like GPAs in the adult world like they're so hard to fucking raise up and keep perfect but they're so easy to shit on like you you miss that one midterm and your fucking GPA goes from like a 4.0 to a 2.5 it's the same for your credit score you miss one monthly payment and it goes from like a 740 to a fucking 620 and you're just losing your shit like what the fuck so yeah, take take care of your shit and then like be all credit cards are fucking different because all fucking banks are different. Um on everybody and their grandma wants to flex with a platinum metal black MasterCard. And it's like, bitch, please, you could barely flex with a plastic Capital One. Shut the hell up. And then the rates of growth are really fucking interesting, too. Like, trying to get your credit line raised. They want to know your income, yada, yada. And, like, people just be lying on that shit to get so much fucking credit. I know there's, like, social media influencers and personalities that have found ways to flex the credit card industry or the bank industry and just use credit cards to just make more money on top of it. And that's some weird fucking witchcraft that y'all are playing with. There was one fucking dude on Instagram. What the fuck was his name? Steven Lau. Liao. Some Asian shit. I don't fucking know. But yeah, like, he's like popular on Instagram. He's fucking 18 because of course he is because like most millionaires nowadays are like fucking 18 or fucking 80. He like flexes money, like make millions off of credit cards. He has like, he, he claims to have like 240 credit cards and it's just like, how are you not racking up debt? It sounds like that shit from that episode of like, I don't know if it was King of the Hill or Family Guy or whatever where the fucking like teenager gets a credit card and he tries to learn about finance and shit and he like racks up money but then he gets out another credit card to pay off that credit card bill but it's like a continuous circle of debt because no matter how many times you try to pay off the the bills with a credit card you still have credit card bills and like like he, there was a video from impulsive they talked to this dude it came out in 2019 december and he's just like explaining this shit and i guess he found like a way to like trick the system or whatever and kudos to you like i'm not hating make your money but it's like what fucking loophole witchcraft did you pull out your bunghole to just get rich that quick and that huge like, I don't, like the only other types of people I know that make so much money so fast is drug dealers and fucking OnlyFans bitches. And, like, again, like, make money however you can as long as it's fucking legal. 
Uh, oh yeah, disclaimer, I'm not a financial guru, I don't know shit, uh, don't do anything illegal, it's not my fault, you go to jail, you go to jail for yourself, just establish dominance once you get there, that's the only advice you're gonna fucking get from me. Um, but yeah, so that's about credit cards and credit scores, and uh, shit. So what the fuck else? Oh yeah, bank accounts in general. You're gonna have re you're gonna have accounts where you have reoccurring bills. Don't go negative in your bank accounts. Yeah, this is what they don't fucking tell you. So you um especially with like having no money in the bank, you could be negative. That's that's like a legit thing. Like if you run out of money in your bank account, some bills will probably like stop automatically. They'll see you have no money in the bank. But what banks have been doing or what banks are doing, they've been doing it for a while. This is what they call like an overdraft fee where the bank will just lend you money if you have reoccurring payments and you just don't do shit about it. Like, most banks will give you the option to, like, not do that. Like, don't ever fucking do that. Because then you owe the bank money and you're just in the red. Now, the problem is that also when you're in the red for bank accounts, they charge you a fee for it. So it's not like you're negative $20. You're probably negative, like, 50 Because there's 20 plus, like, the 30 bucks. A fee that your bank charges you. Every bank does it differently. But it's ass and it's horrible. Also, just don't ever go red in your bank account. Just don't ever do that shit. This shit's horrible. I've never done it, but I know friends who have done it and it's awful. It's fucking awful. And it, like what happens is once you're red, you have to pay it off because then you just go more red. I think there might be like a, a fucking like break in the system where once you go red, all your other reoccurring bills, whether or not are recognized to like overdraft your account, will just do it because it already shows that it could take money out. So don't do that shit. Just, just don't go red and don't have way too many bills. Like your water and electric is cool, but fucking Spotify and Xbox Live, you don't need that shit and i'm i'm lying like you might need it but like you have to make some sacrifices because if you're not elon musk or bill gates like no no you can't flex <laughs> but yeah just just don't do that shit uh monitor monitor your shit keep records of your bank accounts i have this one friend like however you do it like banking apps are like so popular nowadays even though they're like new actually the first ever banking app like an app on your phone for your bank was in 2011, May 2011, and it was the Royal Bank of Scotland, and it was first available on fucking iPhones, and eventually Blackberries, because I guess, like, Blackberries were still popular in early 2010. Blackberries are fucking weird. Like, the only time you ever see any footage of Blackberries is for, like, politicians and shit, because I guess they, it's, like, weirdly secure or some shit, or easy to use, because, they, like, I don't know if y'all remember, Blackberries were just those weird-ass phones that were, like, kind, like, they had touchscreen features, but it also just had this fucking small-ass keyboard on it, like, a fully fleshed-out keyboard on a computer, and it was just, like, small and narrow as balls, like, back when, like, politicians in fucking, like, the 2016 elections were just talking about emails and shit, and they were saying Blackberries. I bet a lot of, like, young people who were born in the year 2000 were like, what the fuck is a Blackberry? Like, no. Like, yeah, Blackberries. But anyways, no. So, banking apps are fucking new, and you can use them. Just use them. I have one friend who, I don't know if she still does this, and if she does, kudos to her. She literally keeps track of all of her fucking records and her, like, payments and purchases with a checkbook. Like, just, just, just has a checkbook in her purse and pulls it out. Whenever she makes a payment, she throws receipts in that shit. And I'm just like, 
I know for a fact your bank has an app. Why are you doing this? And she's like, I don't trust it. Like every fucking 50-year-old parent of two kids is just like, oh, I don't trust it. Like maybe they can hack my shit. Like the first of all, no one's gonna hack your shit. You're you're not you're not the fucking president of the United States. You're not fucking multimillionaire. Who's hacking your shit? Two you can't just get with the times. Why? Why are you do? Why are you doing it like this? I hate that when people just don't want to use like their credit card or some shit because they don't want it like tracked or or like from like people stealing it or whatever. That's the bullshit your parents would feed you whenever you wanted to ask them to buy you shit online because you didn't have a fucking credit card. You didn't even give. You'd even offer up the money if you even had cash. And just like I don't want to do that shit because you know for a fact they already used their fucking credit or debit card for some other shit online. They just don't want to do it for you because they're just like no fuck you. You go get it yourself. I'm not risking my shit for you which is not even a fucking risk but yeah so banking apps keep track of your shit just look at your payments and look at them regularly just to know what you spend money on because you don't want to like don't ever just like not look at your shit just because you're scared you're gonna spend a lot of money and you don't want it to hit you because that's when you're gonna spend way more than you wanted to like you have a whole week and you have plans like, and like important shit you have to go travel for work or whatever maybe see family or some crap and then you want to go see a party and then you just don't let your bank account because you're just thinking i don't want to know how much money I spent. it's probably gonna be a grand and then you finally look at it at the end of the week and you spent two thousand five hundred dollars and you're just like, where the fuck all this money come from? And where did it go? So just just look at your shit. And uh oh god. It's talking about bank accounts and savings accounts. Let's go into like investing your cash, like actually investing your cash. Um, because like if you keep it with the news or if you've seen enough memes on Twitter and Facebook, you know, like stocks is like a serious fucking thing. And it's not even just stocks too. Like there's so much shit you can invest your money in and like stocks which is just like the normal like share of a company of like how fucking valuable and shit your the company is yada yada and uh bonds which is just a collection of stocks i think i don't know what the fuck bonds are like bonds are like contracts or some crap and then options which is just like guessing the value of this of a of a, of a of a company going up or down and then there's futures which is some extra shit i don't fucking know and then there's forex trading and then of course crypto oh my fucking god cryptocurrency you can invest your money in a lot of shit is what i'm saying but nowadays it's not that hard to do because with robin hood starting the trend of like not charging for investing and taking out money because back in the day i don't know if y'all knew this shit but back in the day if you wanted to invest your money and like take it out eventually like you invest in um uh google when it was 50 when, when a share was for 50 dollars and it jumps to 200 and you want to like pocket the, the difference you had to pay a fee for that and i think some companies made you pay a fee for even like buying stocks in general which is the biggest ripoff in the whole fucking universe i'm gonna say that right now now they've gotten rid of that there's no fee anymore. It's not even just Robinhood, a TD Ameritrade, uh, some other fucking major company that deals with that shit. Nobody charges for that shit because um, competition and free market and all that and all that fuck shit. And then there's like investing in index funds, which is the safest way to invest your money. I've heard like legitimately invest it. And then there's real estate, but it's like, you need a lot of money to invest in real estate. I hate when people talk about investing in real estate, but it's just so easy to do. Like, it's like, 
investing in fucking Amazon. It's like, no, bitch. One share of Amazon is like $200 or some crap. Real estate is a fucking piece of land, and that's like a couple Gs at least. Like somebody looks at me like, oh, you should invest in real estate. Like, like invest in these nuts. Like, yeah, yeah, invest in these nuts, and they'll grow over time into an entire ball sack that will plant, that can just plant in the ground, and just grow a middle finger to go fuck yourself. Invest in real estate. You know how much a fucking house costs? It's like fucking, it's like 50k or some shit, or 100k, or maybe it's a million. I clearly don't know how much a house costs, so, so that's why I'm not investing in real estate. But investing in real estate, once you have the money, is a legitimate thing to do, and is one of the safest ways because technically they say the value of real estate never goes down but then you had the fucking housing crisis in fucking 2008 which they never fucking put any countermeasures to stop from happening again by the way seriously google it but yeah so you can invest in a house and the value is only supposed to go up because people need to live somewhere index funds are apparently also safe because it's like guaranteed steady growth but it's like super minimal like, you'll make a penny a day, but you're always going to make that penny. That's an over-exaggeration. I, I, again, I don't know how anything works. I'm an idiot. But yeah, index funds are very, very useful, and you can make decent money out of it. Just keep in mind with, like, all investments in general, it's like, the like the only guaranteed way to make big is to invest big. Like, it's unlike it's possible it's happened but it's unlikely you'll invest five dollars and make 5k in a short amount of time like if you were going to make 5k off of an investment you would have probably had to invest like a grand maybe 1500 so just plan it out be smart look up your resources don't fucking listen to me because i don't know shit <laughs> now we're going to get into like a more personal personal matter uh jobs so um, when finding jobs, when picking a job, because maybe you're charismatic and nice and charming and maybe on the cuff of the Caucasian variety and getting a job for you is really fucking easy. Uh, but a lot of us out there um, can't find jobs because our, we look like we're always mad. We might have resting bitch face. Uh, we might sound like we're screeching a chalkboard next to a, a chainsaw. Or um, we just look like nobody wants to fuck us. And while it sounds like that shouldn't matter when getting a job, it totally fucking matters. Let's not pretend like it doesn't. Stop lying to these kids. Like, no, you have to look hot to get a job. It helps. But yeah, so say you like you want to get a job. It, it's really important to put in to like location and pay and like labor of a job because. Not every job pays the same, and the payout there is really fucking ass. There's like a huge trend of people just leaving jobs because after COVID and um, fucking stimulus checks, a lot of people started finally realizing like, hey, I don't like this job. I don't have to fucking live here. So they just leave because they're getting paid shit. And uh, it's like a weird, it's a weird argument because on the one hand, it's like, go find a better job. If you don't like this job, go find a better one. But like, not a lot of better ones are out there. It's it, it's really weird. But um, <clears throat> just um, take a lot of things into consideration. Like location, how far is it to get to where you have to go? Do you have your own car? Do you need to take a bus? Could you walk there? First official job I ever had was literally down the street from my house. And that was fucking amazing. I spent no money on transportation whatsoever. And I took advantage of that to the fullest, and it was God tier. Um, 
But eventually I got older and I needed to get another job. And a lot of places I had to fucking drive to. And that was ass. And um, you have to like figure out how far it is. Some jobs could be like 15 minute drive. Some places could be a fucking hour. And you also have to factor in the pay into account. If you're going to get a job, if you're applying for a job that's like an hour and 15 minutes away and it only pays like eight bucks an hour, maybe you should look for a different job. Something that either pays more or is fucking closer. I mean, you have to also like take into account like what type of work you're willing to do, but also look into what type of work you will be allowed to do. Most jobs that are easily accessible to young people is in the service industry, like waiters and fucking like hostesses and shit. If you do not have a friendly face, you're not getting any of these jobs because most of these interviewers could tell off rip if you're going to make customers happy or not. And that's what matters. Like you have to please these customers. You are the bitch that needs to bend over backwards and you have to smile while doing it. And if you can't smile, they won't even they won't even wait for you to bend over. They'll just be like save your save your back for trouble. Just get the fuck out of here. We don't need you. <laughs> so yeah. And um <clears throat> You just, like, really take this into consideration because you're not, like, you can't take these hours back. Like, once you get a job and you get money, if, like, something comes up and you can pay for it, okay, cool. But if it's a shitty job that pays shittily or it's just a shitty job in general, like, you can't take back the hours you spent working at these hell holes. I think it was Napoleon Bonaparte that had this quote, space, you can recover, time, never. Now, he said that in like context to war and shit, but it matters in everything. Like the whole point is that you cannot recover lost time. You lose a thousand dollars, you can get a thousand dollars back by like getting a better job, working like those hours, or just like robbing somebody. Don't rob somebody, please. Or if you do, don't say that you got it from me, because I don't condone that shit. Um, a house. Your house burns down, you can find another house. Um, your family member dies. Well, that fucking sucks. <laughs> But you have other family members, hopefully. If you don't, I'm so sorry. The point is that time is one of the few things, if not the only thing, that once lost, you cannot get back. So just, like, find a job that's worth doing for the pay and for your situation. Like, if you're living, if you're still living with your parents and your life is somewhat semi-comfortable, then, yeah, like, any job will do you justice. I mean, aim high, but, like, if you have to, if, you, if you're stuck with lowballing it, don't feel ashamed. Whereas, like, if you're in your fucking, like, late 20s, early 30s, and you are the sole provider of everything you hold dear, and you are the only reason you have a roof over your head and food in your fridge, then, uh, yeah, you better put in that fucking work to find a job that'll fucking pay you enough to fucking live, because, uh, yeah, it sucks out here, bitch. <laughs> and, um, I don't know, like, worst case scenario, have a very generous friend group that you can get money from when times are tough. That's another weird thing about personal finances. Motherfuckers will rarely give out money to help you with shit. I'm not saying people are greedy. It's just, like, everybody's struggling. So, like, if you're, like... It, there's just always going to be like somebody that's struggling more than everybody else and like to help them out is like fine and shit but it's like <laughs> you can't you can't expect people to pay you back because sometimes they literally just can't like shit just keeps getting worse some people have bad luck some people are stupid and some people have somebody that's like personally out to make sure they just take l after l after l like they're fucking kid and death note like you'd only take so many l's before somebody's got to die <laughs> and spoiler alert it's it's both the L's and you. So, 
yeah, like motherfuckers out there thinking that they could just like scam their friends or just scam people or con artists, basically. Like there are con artists out there who just make a living off of ripping people off. And it's like, on the one hand, teach me your jutsu. On the other hand, go to fucking jail, you piece of shit. So, um, yeah. And also when you get these jobs, make sure you can maintain longevity. Don't get fired in a week or don't like don't hop around. Because hopping around in jobs is never good. Because one, like, you can't put on a resume because if you did, they'd be stupid because it just shows you lack of consistency. There's something wrong with you. Um, and two, it's just, like, you, you have no guaranteed pay. You don't know where the fuck you're going to get your money the next couple of weeks. And you're just, you're just like, jumping around. And, like, like, if you're hopping from job to job, you have to, like, look at yourself and be like, yo, do I have issues with commitment? <laughs> How do I still have a boyfriend? <laughs> and shit like that. I don't know. Maybe maybe you're good in bed. Whatever. But uh, you can't fuck your job because that's how you lose it. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Getting money is, is important, but, like, what you spend your money on is also equally important. Like... You can't just spend your money on bullshit, so, um, I don't know. Here's some, like, YouTube channels and shit that I'll say the names of, and if I'm not too lazy enough, I'll put a link in the des in the description or whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna just save the names, just in case, because I, I know I'm gonna forget putting the fucking links in. So there's this one YouTube channel called The Financial Diet, which is really interesting. They, like, talk about, like, a whole long range of shit, like, fucking, like, with lawyers and financial experts and people who work at banks and yada yada. There's also a really interesting podcast called Money Talks, and they do, like, a whole range of shit like jobs uh farming industry like all that other crap about how money works with all that shit there's also freakonomics like they, like that book written by those two guys that have the same first name that's spelled different um they also have a podcast that's very interesting too and um yeah just do your own personal fucking research about uh, where to get financial advice and also just like don't spend your money on bullshit uh, don't spend too much money on alcohol. Don't spend too much money on drugs. Like if it's if it's a vice and it's something that brings you a lot of joy, you should be very careful in how much money you spend on it. Especially in like depressing times, like if you if you're going through some shit and you're stressed out, just vegetables. You should really be careful about what you spend your money on because you're probably gonna spend it on dumb shit or too much of something that you don't fucking need. Like, there are people out there who will just, like, go shopping just to relieve stress or people who will just eat way too much food because they're stressed or depressed. And food is not free. You have to pay money for that shit. Last time I checked, um, I walked to a grocery store a couple of days ago and I tried to walk out with a, a packet of, like, pork chops. And they're just like, sir, what are you doing? You missed the register. I was like, oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, so um, you need to spend money on that. Um video games like just be careful with that shit like if you want to spend money on video games if you're a pc gamer especially and you want to spend money on video games like go on like go to websites that have gray keys like kingwin has a lot of gray keys and it's just games that are like ridiculously cheaper because somebody got them at a discount and they're just selling it at that discount and it's available like year round because buying games at full price and at these exorbitant prices for DLCs and fucking like pre-order bonuses. Don't ever buy the fucking pre-order bonuses. Don't. It's bullshit. They're trying to fucking rob you. Stop letting that happen. Um, but yeah, just be careful with that for video games. Uh, if you're a console, uh, I feel bad for you, son, because all your games cost like 60 bucks. Um, porn. Don't ever fucking pay for porn. Porn is free. <sighs> I repeat, porn 
is free. Don't pay for that shit. Don't. Don't pay for OnlyFans either. I have nothing against OnlyFans. Sex work is work, but like, don't pay for that shit. Save your money. Put money into like your partner. Like go like it, like you like it's better than OnlyFans because at the end of the day, you actually get to fuck them. But uh, yeah, just uh, be careful where you put your like. Be wary of where you get your money from, but also be careful what you put your money to. So uh, yeah, that's the end of the episode. Uh, thank you for listening. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, seven stars, whatever. Uh, ch- uh, peace.